we all know it's coming and it's not gonna be pretty. It's great to have storable food, but when that runs out, what are you gonna do? Your best defense against the coming apocalypse is to have seeds so you can grow your own food. So I've been looking for various different seeds for the last couple of years. And off the bat, almost all seed companies are the same, as long as they're non-GMO, heirloom, yada, yada. But it's the following years that really concern me. So I bought a whole bunch of seeds last year. And when you get seeds, there's, there's a lot of seeds in a pack, a whole lot. You're probably not gonna use them all if you have a small garden. So you wanna make sure they last again the following year. So the best company I found for these seeds is called Survival Essentials. And when you go on their webpage, it says, your best defense against the coming apocalypse. So go to survival-essentials.com, save 10% with promo code DEFIANT and get ready because we're gonna need to eat. And I don't know about y'all, but I don't trust the food in the grocery store anymore. I don't trust it unless I can plant the seed with my own hands and watch it grow with my own eyes and know where it's coming from and feed it to my family. So survival-essentials.com, promo code DEFIANT, saves you 10%. It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all. And they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates, lockdowns, and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no, not again. The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply, refuse to show vaccine passports, refuse to wear a mask, refuse to stay at home. We will not comply with Fauci, we will not comply with Joe Biden, and we will not comply with authoritarian governors. I am not going to comply. This ends now. soldier in the army of my God. The Lord Jesus Christ is my commanding officer. The Holy Bible is my code of conduct. Faith, prayer, and the word are my weapons of warfare. I have been taught by the Holy Spirit, trained by experience, tried by adversity, and tested by fire. I am a volunteer in this army. I am enlisted for eternity. I will not get out, sell out, be talked out, or pushed out. I am a soldier. I am not a baby. I do not need to be pampered, petted, primed up, pumped up, picked up, or pepped up. Because I am a soldier. No one has to call me, remind me, write me, visit me, entice me, or lure me because I am a soldier. No one has to send me flowers, gifts, food, cards, candy, or give me handouts. I do not need to be cuddled, cradled, cared for, or catered to. I am committed. I am a soldier. I cannot be discouraged enough to turn me aside. 
I cannot lose enough to cause me to quit. I will win. I am more than a conqueror. I will always triumph. I can do all things through Christ which strengthen me. Devils cannot defeat me. People cannot disillusion me. Weather cannot weary me. Sickness cannot stop me. Battles cannot beat me. Money cannot buy me. Governments cannot silence me. And hell cannot handle me. I am a soldier. Even death cannot destroy me. For when my commander calls me from this battlefield, he will promote me to captain and then allow me to rule with him. I am a soldier in the army. I am marching. I am claiming victory. I will not give up. I will not turn around. I am a soldier. Listen to the same damn message that they give Tell me how to feel, tell me what's wrong I tried to call, pick up the phone I'm on my own, everybody says you coming back to man Why the hell's it taking so long? Why do I hurt? Why is there pain? Why does everything good always have to change? Why does everybody try to profit off another man's work Then destroy it just for monetary gain? Tell me all you black, all you white I don't even really care, I just really want to know what's right They've been saying one thing, but I've been looking in the book And it seems like they've been lying for my whole damn life Tell me where I'm going is it heaven or hell? I just hope this message greets you well. Had a dream that I was walking with the devil. Don't remember how it feels, but I swear that I remember the smell. Look me right into my eye and told me everything I wanted could be mine if I gave up and decided to sell. But I said I'd rather die than get mine. Now I'm here. No fear, one man with a story to tell. Dear God, where were you when I needed it? When I fucked up and repeated it. When they set the bar and I exceeded it. My life is like a book that they've been judging by a cover, but have never took the time to fucking read this shit. I remember telling you my goals and my dreams, but you didn't even answer, so I guess you didn't believe in it. I remember sitting with a gun to my head trying to ask you for some I don't want religion, I need that spirituality I don't want a church, I need people to call a family I don't want to tell my sins to another sinner Just because he's got a robe and he went to some academy I don't want to read it in the book, I want to hear it from you Don't want to learn it in my school because they're hiding the truth Don't want to talk about it to another fucking human being And that's the only reason that I even step in this booth Dear God How do I take this darkness and turn it into light? 
How do I believe in a concept where I speak to a man I've never seen with my own two eyes? How do I know that religion wasn't made just to separate the world and create a whole disguise just to keep us in these chains while the rich get richer and the poor pray to you and perpetuate a lie? How do I know this ain't some big joke? How can I have faith when there is no hope? How the hell does one man have a hundred billion dollars and we still have people on the street that are broke? There's a lot of things I want to talk about and get off my chest. I can't sleep because the devil won't let me rest. I used to know a fucking pastor in a church and I can still hear the screams of the kids even fucking molest. Dear God, do you hear me? I'm supposed to fear you, but you ain't said shit. So maybe it's you who actually fears me. I don't know the answer. I just want to see it clearly. So many lies and a thousand different theories. All I want to know is who really made religion because I know it wasn't you, but don't nobody believe me. No more lies. No more death. Bring back King. Bring back X. Please, dear God, let their soul rest. Protect who's left and watch their steps. Dear God. I don't want to have to ask you again. I just hope that you know that I'm still a believer. So I'll end this all by saying amen. Good morning, everyone. Happy Monday. How's everyone doing this morning? It's a beautiful day here. You hear the roosters crowing. The ducks stayed out last night. They have gotten very brave. They went into the pond and they refused to come out. And normally, True Spiracy runs so late that I run out and put the birds up during the show. But we finished early yesterday and I jumped right into cooking with Liam. We made buttermilk biscuits, um, but it took a while, like 30 minutes. So I've got to edit it and put it out. But, uh, and then I started cooking dinner and seven o'clock I was like, oh no, I didn't put the birds up. Now the chickens put themselves up, right? They all go into the enclosure and roost at bedtime. But the ducks have been in the pond. They've gotten very brave. They're swimming all over the pond. So I uh, I went looking for them. They were down at the far end. And I tried to guide them back with my flashlight, actually mixed flashlight, which then Annie dropped in the pond and I had to put my wellies on and jump over the fence and go retrieve it. Big drama. Anyway. And uh, the ducks wouldn't come in. They refused. They swam all over. They were playing and dunking under the water and flapping their wings and having a grand old time. So I went looking for them this morning, first thing, when I let the birds out. They were there in the pond, swimming away at the far end. So uh, what are you going to do? They're ducks. That's what I wanted, right? I wanted my ducks to go in the pond. Now they won't come out. When I came back in after I put the birds up, I sent, uh, I sent a series of questions out to 17 people, and I put it in a, in a telegram group that I have as well. Questions that were given to me to ask myself and for others, for you guys to ask yourselves. For seven days, write the answers down, see how they change. The questions are, who are you? What are you? Where are you? 
how are you? And why are you? They seem simple, but they're really not. We talked about it a bit in Truspiracy yesterday. But one of the people that I sent those questions to via text was our friend Lucid from the chats. Wes. You guys know Lucid? And he texted me back. And he said, I'm in the hospital with a baseball-sized tumor in my brain. They're going to try and get as much out of it as they can on Tuesday. But he doesn't think he's going to survive. Lucid. Of course you're going to survive. Even if your body doesn't, there is no end. Your soul continues. Don't be afraid. Honestly, I'm a little envious. You get to miss all the terrifying, horrible, nasty shit that's about to hit us. You get to watch over us. And guide us in a different way. You are truly chosen of God. And well, we'll miss you. Your loss will hurt us more than it'll hurt you. Because there is no end. Don't look backwards. Keep moving forward. And remember that God loves you and that we love you. I hope you survive. I hope your body survives so that I can we can continue to enjoy your witty company. Your messages in the chats. But if not, we know you're in a better place, literally, because earth is about to be hell for a lot of people. So, Wes, stand on your rock of faith. Don't let it move you. This is just another bump in your soul's journey. And while it may be the end of this life, we will meet again. And we know you'll be waiting for us on the other side. So I ask you all to pray for Wes for his surgery tomorrow. We'll pray for him in a little bit. But right now, I'm going to go blow my nose. Let's uh, 
watch Brother Matt's next message in his series. This one's from October 27th. So. Well, hey, brothers and sisters, it's Brother Matt back with another message from the Lord for you. Uh, this message I'm going to read today is from October 27th, 2023, uh, from just earlier this morning. Um, if you're new to this channel, please do look at the other videos and see the other things that the Lord has been giving me to declare. Um, he started speaking to me around Easter, uh, at Easter, and over a period of about 50 days, the Lord visited me and gave me a message almost every night. And then since then, uh, he has come when he has come. And so uh, what I've been doing on this channel is just to read the message that the Lord gave me uh, exactly as he gave it to me without a lot of explanation or comment or, or anything else added to it, but to just let it be uh, what it is and to speak it and declare it the way that he gave it to me. So please do check out the other messages, the other videos, so you can hear the other things that the Lord has spoken, because from message to message, sometimes there are some different things and some different, um, you know, things that the Lord wants to reveal and say through these things. So check them out. For those of you who are subscribed, I'm grateful for all of you and for the community that's begun to grow up around this channel. Please do like this video. Please do comment on this video. Um, if you have prayer requests, please put your prayer requests into the comments so that I can pray, so that other people here can pray for you. And please do share this video with other people that you think uh, need to hear it, um, because I think that that's really what this is. This is the Lord's message that he wants to have declared. And so I'm doing my part. And, and if the Lord is leading you uh, to share it with others, then I, I hope that you will do that. So having said all of those things, I am going to read to you now uh, the message that the Lord gave me this morning, October 27th, 2023. And this is what it says. I, the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth, the God of your fathers and mothers, the God of Abraham and Isaac and Jacob, the Most High God, the King above all kings and Lord above all lords he who is the avenger of blood he who is the lamb that was slain the anointed one of israel the only hope for man the peacemaker jesus the messiah the nazarene he who was born of the virgin he who was prophesied of old. He who was and who is and who is soon to come. I will speak, heed my word, O you wise. The armies of the north move to encircle my people, Israel. An alliance of nations sets their face against me and against my chosen and anointed ones. The armies of the Lord rise up to meet them, for there is war in the heavenlies even now. The powers rage, 
they boldly set their faces against me and against my people. The forces of this spiritual darkness set feet to action and move the hands of nations. However, I will not leave my people undefended. The prince of my people rises up to defend them. This struggle is not merely between flesh and blood. It is fought in the heavenlies also. Do not be fooled by what you see with your eyes. There is a hand behind the hand. The adversary believes that his hour has finally come. He moves to devour. Deception, accusation, despair, doubt are the tools he employs against you. He is the father of lies, for he is the liar of old. But the lie cannot stand the light of my truth. I am the way, the truth, and the life. I am the light for your path, the light unto men by which they may be saved. The lie cannot stand in the light. Though the darkness would contend against me as if to devour, the light will devour all darkness. See the times for what they are, O man, and know the hour soon approaches. Prepare yourselves for my coming, for I am coming soon with the shout of the archangel at the sound of the last trumpet. Heaven will break forth. The veil will be removed from your eyes. The sky will be rolled back as a scroll. On that day, you will see. For the unseen will be made visible. All that is hidden will come into view. You will see things as they are. Oh, for the terror of that day, when all will be laid bare, no man shall hide on that day. The great and mighty day of the Lord. Yet do not fear, O my children, you who are the sheep of my pasture. For to you, it will be a day unlike any other, a long-awaited day, the day of victory. I have told you these things, that you might warn those who have ears to hear. 
and eyes to see, that they would ready themselves for me, that they would turn their eyes from earthly things and set their eyes on me. Listen, O man, and heed my words, for my day quickly approaches. Repent and return. Seek me while I yet may be found. I, the Lord, have spoken. Believe on me and be saved. That is the message that the Lord gave me for October 27th, 2023. I pray that the Lord would reveal to you how you should respond to it. Uh, as always, brothers and sisters, I'm grateful for all of you, and uh, I will see you next time. Thank you, Brother Matt. In listening to his message, it brought back one from Uriel from December 5th. The veil is made of blue. When it parts, the blue sky you see will fade away. We will perceive it as another planet, as if the firmament was its own ecosystem, accompanied by land, mountains, water, and even clouds, close enough to travel by tower. While we gaze in disbelief, there will be a bright star that will appear. It will flash multiple times, like a photographer's camera when your idol enters a room. The flashing will end with a bright light, the size of the moon, with greater light than it. As the light fades, so will the power. Strange things will be seen in the sky. Evil things will occur within your footstep. You must remain firm on your stone throne. We will be in disbelief by both the power of God, but also in the awakening and realization of the lies, deceit, and wickedness. The evil knows. They will use it as an opportunity. Many will fall in the trap or by scurrying with no faith or path. Do not move until you see the pillar of fire, for he will come as a thief in the night. Your path will be set upon your faith and belief. And this one. The hour is almost at hand. You must prepare yourselves. God is in your presence. Ask of him for anything you must before his arrival. He has prepared his army. Some of you will rescue. Others will fight. If God asks you to save someone, save them. If God asks you to smite them, smite them. He has given you all you need to succeed. Do not hesitate. Put God as your natural instinct and use his armor to fulfill his will. There will be more enemies than you can count. Do not turn away from them nor run from them. Use God's words, his powerful stare, and his mighty hand to turn them aside or to fall before you. You must not hesitate. You cannot fear. You have to put God first. I cannot warn you enough. You will be terrified. You will be astonished, and you will desire peace, but there will be none. Gird yourselves now with his armor before the hour at hand is here. You must finish your preparations. Remember to not panic. Do not fear. If you do not act upon his commands, you will surely fall with the evil. 
Ask of him now for anything you need before he reveals his mighty hand. I can only warn you. I cannot tell you how. Do not fear. Have faith and confidence and do not stumble. Great, great anger will overcome us all. It will consume your mind. The great kindle of fire will burn inside you. It is God's anger you will feel in your heart and soul, burning deep within. You will use it to consume your enemies. The evil is great in this wicked generation. A great fall of people will happen. Many will perish by the hands of men. Do not fear. Do not panic. Do not run. Defend your faith in God and your family. Use his strength and love for you to overcome the evil ones. They will stop at nothing. So must you. You cannot fear nor hesitate. Many days will pass and soon the morning will begin. Remember, cloud by day and pillar of fire by night. Look for him and you will be set on your path. He loves you and he will not cause you to fail unless you fail in your faith. Then you will fail. Then you will fall. Remember your rock. It is your faith and love and commitment to him. Hold on. Hold on, Lucid. Tell my answers to my questions today. Who am I? I'm a leader in God's army. I'm a mother to many, a friend, a counselor. What am I? I'm a child of God. I'm a servant of God. Where am I? I am standing firmly on my rock of faith in God. How am I? I'm blessed. I'm mournful. But I'm blessed. Why am I? Why am I? Because God asked and I answered. So. We're going to finish the second book of Kings today. And then get into Chronicles, which is a lot tougher. So let's pray. Dear God, thank you for giving us the strength and energy to do everything we need to do to prepare for your return. Thank you for sending us your messengers with your words. Their messages to different people who have no relation 
prove to us that your return is coming soon. Thank you for giving us the ears to hear your words, the eyes to see your signs, and the discernment to be able to sift the lies from the truth, and the courage to tell those truths, your truths, to the world. Thank you for our friends and family that we've met along our path towards you. We ask you to please soften the hearts of those that we are trying to join, get to join us on our path. Dear God, we ask that you please watch over Wes, Lucid. Keep him safe. We hope you grant him more years in this body and this time to stay with us. But we understand that if his time is now to be with you, then so be it. We ask that you keep him safe and strong. Dear God, we ask you to keep all of our friends and family safe in the protection of your wing. We ask for prayers for healing for all those that are sick as this pestilence is already sweeping the nations. We ask that you keep everybody that's in this the path of this wicked weather safe and warm and is brutal in a lot of places. And we ask, please, you protect the children, the little ones, whose innocence reminds us of what we're fighting for. God, we thank you for hearing our prayers. We thank you for this beautiful world. We thank you for our friends and family and our animals. Most of all, we thank you for life. Every single day. Thank you for life. Be it this life or the next. So, we are on the second book of Kings. Chapter 22. Second book of Kings, chapter 22. Josiah was eight years old when he began to reign, and he reigned 30 and one years in Jerusalem. And his mother's name was Jedidiah, the daughter of Adiah of Boscoth. And he did that which was right in the sight of the Lord and walked in all the way of David his father and turned not aside to the right hand or to the left. 
And it came to pass in the 18th year of King Josiah that the king sent Shaphan, the son of Azaliah, the son of Meshalam, the scribe, to the house of the Lord, saying, Go up to Hilkiah the, pri- the high priest, that he may sum the silver which is brought into the house of the Lord, which the keepers of the door have gathered of the people. And let them deliver it into the hand of the doers of the work that have the oversight of the house of the Lord. And let them give it to the doers of the work which is in the house of the Lord to repair the breaches of the house onto carpenters and builders and masons and to buy timber and hewn stone to repair the house. Howbeit there was no reckoning made with them of the money that was delivered into their hand because they dealt faithfully. And Hilkiah the high priest said unto Shaphan the scribe, I have found the book of the law in the house of the Lord. And Hilkiah gave the book to Shaphan and he read it. And Shaphan the scribe came to the king and brought the king word again and said, Thy servants have gathered the money that was found in the house and have delivered it into the hands of them that do the work, that have the oversight of the house of the Lord. And Shaphan the scribe showed the king, saying, Hilkiah the priest hath delivered me a book. And Shaphan read it before the king. And it came to pass, when the king had heard the words of the book of the law, that he rent his clothes. And the king commanded Hilkiah the priest, and Akam the son of Shaphan, and Akbor the son of Micaiah, and Shaphan the scribe, and Isaiah, a servant of the king, saying, Go ye, inquire of the Lord for me, and for the people, and for all Judah, concerning the words of this book that is found. For great is the wrath of the Lord that is kindled against us, because our fathers have not hearkened unto the words of this book, to do according unto all that which is written concerning us. So Hilkiah the priest, and Akam, and Akbor, and Shaphan, and Asiah, went unto Huldah the prophetess, the wife of Shalom, the son of Tivka, the son of Harhas, keeper of the wardrobe. Now she dwelt in Jerusalem in the college. And they communed with her, and she said unto them, Thus saith the Lord God of Israel, Tell the man that sent you to me, Thus saith the Lord, Behold, I will bring evil upon this place, and upon the inhabitants thereof, even all the words of the book which the king of Judah hath read, because they have forsaken me, and have burned incense unto other gods, that they might provoke me to anger with all the works of their hands. Therefore my wrath shall be kindled against this place and shall not be quenched. But to the king of Judah, which sent you to inquire of the Lord, thus shall ye say to him, Thus saith the Lord God of Israel, As touching the words which thou hast heard, because thine heart was tender, and thou hast humbled thyself before the Lord, when thou heardest what I spake against this place and against the inhabitants thereof, that they should become a desolation and a curse, and hast rent thy clothes and wept before me. I also have heard thee, saith the Lord. Behold, therefore, I will gather thee unto thy fathers, and thou shalt be gathered into thy grave in peace, and thine eyes shall not see all the evil which I will bring upon this place. And they brought the king word again. I want to read that again. Because, Lucy, this one's for you. Because thine heart was tender, 
and thou hast humbled thyself before the Lord, when thou heardest what I spake against this place and against the inhabitants thereof, that they should become a desolation and a curse, and hast rent thy clothes and wept before me. I also have heard thee, saith the Lord. Behold, therefore, I will gather thee unto thy fathers, and thou shalt be gathered into thy grave in peace, and thine eyes shall not see all the evil which I will bring upon this place. And they brought the king word again. Chapter 23. And the king sent, and they gathered unto him all the elders of Judah and of Jerusalem. And the king went up into the house of the Lord, and all the men of Judah and all the inhabitants of Jerusalem with him, and the priests and the prophets, and all the people, both small and great, and he read in their ears all the words of the book of the covenant which was found in the house of the Lord. And the king stood by a pillar and made a covenant before the Lord to walk after the Lord and to keep his commandments and his testimonies and his statutes with all their heart and all their soul to perform the words of this covenant that were written in this book. And all the people stood to the covenant. And the king commanded Hilkiah, the high priest, and the priests of the second order, and the keepers of the door, to bring forth out of the temple of the Lord all the vessels that were made for Baal, and for the grove, and for all the hosts of heaven. And he burned them without Jerusalem in the fields of Kidron, and carried the ashes of them unto Bethel. And he put down the idolatrous priests, whom the kings of Judah had ordained to burn incense in the high places in the cities of Judah and in the places round about Jerusalem, them also that burned incense unto Baal, to the sun and to the moon and to the planets and to all the hosts of heaven. And he brought out the grove from under from the house of the Lord without Jerusalem onto the brook Kidron and burned it at the brook Kidron and stamped it to small powder and cast the powder thereof upon the graves of the children of the people. And he brake down the houses of the Sodomites that were by the house of the Lord, where the woman wove hangings for the grove. And he brought all the priests out of the cities of Judah, and defiled the high places where the priests had burned incense, from Geba to Beersheba, and brake down the high places of the gates that were in that were in the entering in of the gate of the Joshua, the governor of the city which were on a man's left hand at the gate of the city. Nevertheless, the priests of the high places came not up to the altar of the Lord in Jerusalem, but they did eat of the unleavened bread among their brethren. And he defiled Topheth, which is in the valley of the children of Himnon, that no man may make his son or daughter to pass through the fire to Molech. And he took away the horses that the kings of Judah had given to the son at the entering in of the house of the Lord by the chamber of Nathan Melech, the chamberlain, which was in the suburbs, and burned the chariots of the son with fire and the altars that were on top of the upper chamber of Ahaz, which the kings of Judah had made, and the altars which Manasseh had made in the two courts of the house of the Lord, did the king beat down and break them down from thence and cast the dust of them into the brook Kidron and the high places that were before Jerusalem, which were on the right hand of the Mount of Corruption, which Solomon, the king of Israel had builded for Ashtoreth, the abomination of the Zidonians and for Chemosh, the abomination of the Moabites and for Milcom, the abomination of the children of Ammon, did the king defile. 
And he broke in pieces the images and cut down the groves and filled their places with the bones of men. Moreover, the altar that was at Bethel and the high place which Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, who made Israel to sin, had made, both that altar and the high place he broke down and burned the high place and stamped it small to powder and burned the grove. And as Josiah turned himself, he spied the sepulchers that were there in the mount and sent and took the bones out of the sepulchers and burned them upon the altar and polluted it according to the word of the Lord, which the man of God proclaimed, who proclaimed these words. Then he said, what title is that that I see? And the man of the city told him, it is the sepulcher of the man of God, which came from Judah and proclaimed these things that thou hast done against the altar of Bethel. And he said, let him alone, let no man move his bones. So they let his bones alone with the bones of the prophet that came out of Samaria. And all the houses also of the high places that were in the cities of Samaria, which the kings of Israel had made to provoke the Lord to anger, Josiah took away and did to them according to all the acts that he had done in Bethel. And he slew all the priests of the high places that were there upon the altars and burned men's bones upon them and returned to Jerusalem. And the king commanded all the people saying, keep the Passover unto the Lord your God, as it is written in the book of this covenant. Surely there was not holden such a Passover from the days of the judges that judged Israel, nor in all the days of the kings of Israel, nor of the kings of Judah. But in the 18th year of King Josiah, wherein this Passover was holden to the Lord in Jerusalem. Moreover, the workers with familiar spirits and the wizards and the images and the idols and all the abominations that were spied in the land of Judah and in Jerusalem did Josiah put away, that he might perform the words of the law, which were written in the book that Hilkiah the priest found in the house of the Lord. And like unto him was there no king before him that turned to the Lord with all his heart, with all his soul, with all his might, according to all that the law of Moses. Neither after him arose there any like him. Notwithstanding, the Lord, the Lord turned not from the fierceness of his great wrath, wherewith his anger was kindled against Judah because of all the provocations that Manasseh had provoked him withal. And the Lord said, I will remove Judah also out of my sight, as I have removed Israel, and I will cast off this city Jerusalem which I have chosen, and the house of which I said, My name shall be there. Now the rest of the acts of Josiah, and all that he did, are they not written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Judah? In his days, Pharaoh Nakak, king of Egypt, went up against the king of Assyria to the river Euphrates, and King Josiah went against him and slew him at Megiddo, where he had seen him. And his servants carried him in a chariot dead from Megiddo and brought him to Jerusalem and buried him in his own sepulcher. And the people of the land took Jehoaz, the son of Josiah, and anointed him and made him king in his father's stead. Jehoaz was twenty and three years old when he began to reign, and he reigned three months in Jerusalem. And his mother's name was Hamutal, the daughter of Jeremiah of Libna. And he did that which was evil in the sight of the Lord, according to all that his fathers had done. And Pharaoh Nakak put him in bands at Riblah in the land of Hamath, that he might not reign in Jerusalem. 
and put the land to a tribute of a hundred talents of silver and a talent of gold. And Pharaoh Nakak made Elikim, the son of Josiah king, in the room of Josiah his father, and turned his name to Jehoiakim, and took Jehoahaz away, and he came to Egypt and died there. And Jehoiakim gave the silver and the gold to Pharaoh, but he taxed the land to give the money according to the commandment of Pharaoh. He exacted the silver and the gold of the people of the land, of every one according to his taxation, to give it on to Pharaoh Nakak. Joachim was 20 and five years old when he began to reign, and he reigned 11 years in Jerusalem. And his mother's name was Zebudah, the daughter of Padiah of Rumah. And he did that which was evil in the sight of the Lord, according to all that his fathers had done. Liana, I might go a little late today, just so you know. I will go a little late today, just so you know. Chapter 24. In his days, Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, came up, and Joachim became his servant three years. Then he turned and rebelled against him. And the Lord sent against him bands of the Chaldees, and bands of the Syrians, and bands of the Moabites, and bands of the children of Ammon, and sent them against Judah to destroy it according to the word of the Lord, which he spake by his servants, the prophets. Surely at the commandment of the Lord came this upon Judah to remove them out of his sight for the sins of Manasseh, according to all that he did, and also for the innocent blood that he shed, for he filled Jerusalem with innocent blood, which the Lord would not pardon. Now the rest of the acts of Jehoiakim and all that he did, are they not written in the book of the Chronicles of the kings of Judah? So Jehoiakim slept with his fathers, and Jehoiachin, his son, reigned in his stead. And the king of Egypt came not again any more out of his land, for the king of Babylon had taken from the river of Egypt onto the river Euphrates all that pertained to the king of Egypt. Jehoiachin was 18 years old when he began to reign, and he reigned in Jerusalem three months. And his mother's name was Nehushta, the daughter of Elnathan, son of Jerusalem. And he did that which was evil in the sight of the Lord, according to all that his father had done. At the time, the servants of Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, came up against Jerusalem, and the city was besieged. And Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, came against the city, and his servants did besiege it. And Jehoiachin, the king of Judah, went out to the king of Babylon, he and his mother and his servants and his princes and his officers. And the king of Babylon took him in the eighth year of his reign. And he carried out thence all the treasures of the house of the Lord and the treasures of the king's house and cut in pieces all the vessels of gold, which Solomon, king of Israel, had made in the temple of the Lord, as the Lord had said. And he carried away all Jerusalem and all the princes and all the mighty men of valor, even 10,000 captives and all the craftsmen and smiths. None remained save the poorest sort of the people of the land. And he carried away Jehoiachin to Babylon and the king's mother, and the king's wives, and his officers, and the mighty of the land. Those carried he into captivity from Jerusalem to Babylon. And all the men of might, even seven thousand, and craftsmen and smiths a thousand, all that were strong and apt for war, even them the king of Babylon brought captive to Babylon. And the king of Babylon made Matania his father's brother, king in his stead. 
and changed his his name to Zedekiah. Zedekiah was 20 and one years old when he began to reign. He reigned 11 years in Jerusalem. And his mother's name was Hamutal, the daughter of Jeremiah of Libna. And he did that which was evil in the sight of the Lord, according to all that Jehoiakim had done. For through the anger of the Lord, it came to pass in Jerusalem and Judah until he had cast them out from his presence that Zedekiah rebelled against the king of Babylon. Chapter 25. And it came to pass in the ninth year of his reign in the 10th month, in the 10th day of the month, that Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, came, he and all his hosts against Jerusalem and pitched against it. And they built forts against it round about. And the city was besieged unto the 11th year of King Zedekiah. And on the ninth day of the fourth month, the famine prevailed in the city. And there was no bread for the people of the land. And the city was broken up. And all the men of war fled by night by way of the gate between two walls, which is by the king's garden. Now the Chaldees were against the city round about. And the king went the way toward the plain. And the army of the Chaldees pursued after the king and overtook him in the plains of Jericho. And all his army were scattered from him. So they took the king and brought him up to the king of Babylon to Riblah. And they gave judgment upon him. And they slew the sons of Zedekiah before his eyes and put out the eyes of Zedekiah, and bound him with fetters of brass, and carried him to Babylon. And in the fifth month, on the seventh day of the month, which is the nineteenth year of King Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, came Nebuzaradan, captain of the guard, a servant of the king of Babylon, unto Jerusalem. And he burnt the house of the Lord and the king's house and all the the houses of Jerusalem and every great man's house burnt he with fire and all the army of the Chaldees that were with the captain of the guard break down the walls of Jerusalem round about. Now the rest of the people that were left in the city and the fugitives that fell away to the king of Babylon with the remnant of the multitude did Nebuzaradan, the captain of the guard, carry away. But the captain of the guard left the poor of the land to be vine dressers and husbandsmen. And the pillars of brass that were in the house of the Lord and the bases and the brazen sea that was in the house of the Lord did the Chaldees break in pieces and carried the brass of them to Babylon. And the pots and the shovels and the snuffers and the spoons and all the vessels of brass wherewith they ministered, they took away. And the fire pans and the bowls and such things as were of gold in gold and of silver in silver, the captain of the guard took away. The two pillars, one sea, and the bases which Solomon had made for the house of the Lord, the brass of all these vessels was without weight. The height of one pillar was 18 cubits, and the chapiter was upon it was brass, and the height of the chapiter three cubits. And the wreathen work and pomegranates upon the chapter round about, all of brass. And like unto these had the second pillar with wreathen work. And the captain of the guard took Sariah, the chief priest, and Zephaniah, the second priest, and the three keepers of the door. And out of the city he took an officer that was set over the men of war, and five men of them that were in the king's presence, which were found in the city. And the principal scribe of the host, which mustered the people of the land, and threescore men of the people of the land that were found in the city. And Abezeradan, captain of the 
guard of the took these and brought them to the king of Babylon to Riblah. And the king of Babylon smote them and slew them at Riblah in the land of Hamath. So Judah was carried away out of their land. And as for the people that remained in the land of Judah, whom Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, had left, even over them he made Gedaliah, the son of Ahikam, the son of Saphan, ruler. And when all the captains of the armies, they and their men, heard that the king of Babylon had made Gedaliah as a governor, they came to Gedaliah to Mizpah, even Ishmael, the son of Nethaniah, and Johanan, the son of Kareah, and Sariah, the son of Tanhamath, the Nethpetalite, and Jazniah, the son of Machathite, they and their men. And Gedaliah swore to them and to their men and said unto them, Fear not to be the servants of the Chaldees. Dwell in the land and serve the king of Babylon, and it shall be well with you. But it came to pass in the seventh month that Ishmael, the son of Nethaniah, the son of Elishama, of the seed royal, came, and ten men with him, and smote Gedaliah, that he died, and the Jews and the Chaldees that were with him at Mitzpah. And all the people, both small and great, and the captains and the armies arose and came to Egypt, for they were afraid of the Chaldees. And it came to pass in the seven and thirtieth year of the captivity of Jehoiachin, king of Judah, in the twelfth month, on the seventh and twentieth day of the month, that evil Merodach, king of Babylon, in the year that he began to reign, did lift up the head of Jehoiachin, king of Judah, out of prison. And he spake kindly to him and set his throne above the throne of the kings that were with him in Babylon and changed his prison garments. And he did eat bread continually before him all the days of his life. And his allowance was a continual allowance given to him of the king, a daily rate for every day, all the days of his life. And that concludes the second book of Kings. Chapter 25, the second book of Kings. Before we go, however, I want to play something for you real quick. A song that Lucid sent to me. And I'm glad you're keeping your sense of humor about you there, darling. Usud said, it is our Lord's sense of humor why I am where I am. I asked for his help to quit smoking. The next day I'm in the hospital waiting for surgery to remove a baseball-sized tumor from my brain. But you quit smoking, didn't you? Sorry. There's always a price. But Lucid sent me this song a while back, just before Thanksgiving. And I want to share it with you. It's called Beautiful Days. Every 
power that I spend down on bending knees, screaming to the sky, saying, Let me be. Now I am grateful, so grateful for every single one of my lost friends who travel through tunnels with no light at the end. I am thankful, so thankful. For every day that I awake and the sun comes up For the woman that I love and the tea in my cup For the kids that I'm raising that help raise me For the man that I was and the one that I'll be yeah. These are some beautiful days we're living yeah. I couldn't be more thrilled with the skin I'm here I said I'm present and grateful That I got and the love keep me moving Said the love keep me moving Cause there ain't no need no need to stop. La da 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 da. Hey, yeah, yeah. Now for the fact that I was abused as a child, you still possess the strength to wear a smile. I am grateful, so grateful. For the angry young man that I used to be And the one I become for my family I am thankful, so thankful For my two arms, two legs, one heart to build strength One voice, six strings, and the love that it brings Four sisters, four brother, two father, two mother One daughter, two sons, one woman, that's love These are some beautiful days we're living in couldn't be more thrilled with the skin I'm in. I said I'm present and grateful for all that I got and the love keep me moving. Said the love keep me moving cause there ain't no need, no need to stop. La da 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 da. Hey. great song so God we ask that you please keep all of us especially our friend Wes safe and secure in the shadow of your wing until you return for us so Prayers up. 
calling on our prayer warriors. Pray for Lucid all day without ceasing. Good for you, Lucid. Lucid said, I've gone the last three years with no cannabis. After surgery tomorrow, I'm back on cannabis and mushrooms. Excellent. And Lucid, I expect someone to text me tomorrow after your surgery. Either yourself or your wife, someone, please, so that we can keep everyone up to date. So, Liana's coming up next. In fact, she starts in one minute. So uh, she'll probably, maybe, whatever. I will pick up her show in about 10 minutes. So a little bit into the intro. And uh, so she'll be on all day. Right? You are coming on today, Liana. I hope. Mick and I will be back tonight at 5.45 for the pre-show, 6 p.m. for the start of the regular show. So come check us out. Lots going on in the world that we need to talk about and right here at home. So until then, may God keep you safe and secure in the shadow of his wings until he returns. I'll see you on the flip side. Have a beautiful day. Baby, chill, don't medicate, just meditate You waking up now, well, baby, you hella late Educate, look at what's going on, let it resonate Accelerate, find your inner hunger like you never ate Agenda is to push the hate, separate and segregate Don't celebrate quite yet, the storm is coming Cue for heaven's sake, violence that they demonstrate Instigate and penetrate the values of our country And our God is what they desecrate My fighters ain't no featherweight Pulling out the seams of the fabric that they fabricate They feed us lies, manipulate, intimidate through fear and force Forcing us to sit and wait Till we come together, congregate, and then we liberate Praying that you give me strength to find some love amongst the hate Marching on these streets of blood Till I see the golden gates Troubadour and troubled souls One of God's servants Blades out, cut the grass till we see the serpent oh, One day I hope you see the truth This puppet show stays on because of you Just digested, suspected something's going on, but chose to just neglect it. Deflected by some breaking news, oh, we just accepted. Expected just to fall in line and follow their perspective. Don't question their objective, but I got a lot of questions. How these kids molested, but nobody's been arrested. Read it in the testament, these children are protected. So I'm fighting all these terrorists, both foreign and domestic. Refuse to be directed, lying out of sheep. Only kneel to my God, so I'm dying on my feet. Uh. 
silence when we speak, but there's violence in the street. I've been rolling with the punches, I can't take it on the cheek. Uh, drink from a glass half full, I'm optimistic. People are sadistic, so vicious and malicious. Praying for assistance to overcome my position, or I'm gonna start resisting and then I pray for forgiveness. This puppet show stays on because of you Show.